Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show, episode 10. We're into the double digits this week on America's best, worst Canadian sports podcast. Technically, according to the charts, if you look right now, we are ahead of CFL podcasts this week, so we're doing well, boys. We stepped it up. Justin Morissette with you, as always, and I am joined by an extra giggly bunch at the moment. Oh Gentlemen, introduce yourselves. Uh, Stefan Heck and I'm John Cullen and I I don't have anything to say about your intro this week because we Stefan and I blew it there that was our sixth or fifth run through of the <laughs> intro we just kept laughing and uh, honestly that's probably the best it's gonna get yeah so but like you said we are above the CFL podcast this week so um, and they got kind of mad at us yeah, yeah that yeah. was Twitter. awesome we kind of started it like an inverted Twitter feud. war yeah. yeah I mean we did say that they are the preferred podcast of Hitler so we did, no we said that they were pro Hitler yeah which is because Hitler's dead Justin. Hitler's yeah. dead yeah but pro I mean Hitler. and I also I, actu- thing. I actually did say that Hitler loves their podcast oh did you? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so that's he does, on me. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. One can only assume. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's how we rose in the charts. Is that that's that probably what a lot of the podcasts he's down in hell listening, listening to, to a CFL podcast. Yeah, well, that's, that's required what listening. Yeah. <laughs> that's what hell is. You listen to a CFL <laughs> podcast on loop. <laughs> Hitler didn't know. <laughs> Like that'd be so weird, right? Because he's been in hell theoretically for sixty years, and then all of a sudden, at the start of more than sixty years, he didn't die in nineteen fifty-five. Forty-five. So yeah, sorry, seventy, 70 years. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I don't teach math and um, <laughs> or history or history. Yeah. So se- no, I knew he died in forty-five. I just was doing the math wrong. Damn it! Shit. Um, but yeah, no, uh, that's just, could you imagine like whatever his version of hell was, it's like, you know, he's getting burned alive or in a vat of acid or some <laughs> shit like that. Then all of a sudden at the start of 2015, there's just like a Satan. record scratch sound. <laughs> Satan walks in. Change, change of plans. <laughs> change of plans. Uh, these guys are talking about the <laughs> CFL for more than five minutes in a row. <laughs> So we're going to put this on the pod or on your uh, playlist. And uh, I think, honestly, there has to be at least one Saskatchewan Rough Riders uh, like truther out there that believes that their poor start to the season is somehow Hitler's fault. (laughs) For the record, I like the CFL, but I also like making fun of it. Yeah, like I I enjoy watching it and going to the games is fun. It's a great atmosphere live in the building. But, uh, you know, if you guys want to. Want to go to town on it? I can't. Uh, I can't say no. Yeah, no. I hate it. I hate. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I think it's uh, a shitty football league for uh, players who can't stop doing drugs, so they can't find success in America. Um, and then some for, of them. And then for CIS football players who uh, just aren't fulfilled with their. Uh, job as the uh, local clerk at the recycling depot and then they decide that they're like oh shit maybe i'll maybe i'll go into that and uh and have a good a good time plus but H- to hitler be- likes it too well and also, also that, that. and yeah. of course we know very anti-hitler yeah. uh, on this podcast bad guy so. yeah it's bad dude well, it's you know fair catches kind is of a hitler's jerk. worst uh like most hated part about football so he loves rouges into the yeah oh. rouges are uh, rouges are single key. point um yeah i i i'll watch the I'll watch the Grey Cup 
and that's about where it ends for me. And even then, it's tenuous. Well, I mean, we've kind of talked on the show before about uh, you know what the problems with the CFL. Well, the Grey Cup halftime shows. That's the last I, I was at the last two Grey Cups in Vancouver, and it was uh, well three, I guess. One of them was uh, it was Black Eyed Peas was like 2005, I think, and it was. Back before they had renovated BC Place. Right. So the acoustics were even worse. Right, which it, is For shocking. those of you who don't know, BC Place used to be made out of concrete and marshmallows. Still and is. And now it's just made out of concrete. Yeah. Now well, it's the, made the out of retractable cool. marshmallows. Retractable marshmallows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was uh, it was the Black Eyed Peas. And I was there with my dad and uh, my like 80-year-old grandpa. And he was as confused as I've ever seen him. Because it's just the Black Eyed Peas. We're, we were up in like the uh, upper bowl. And you can't hear a word they're saying. So it's just these this indiscriminate screaming. From the, and, like, it's the CFL. There was, like, maybe two people there who liked the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Probably. And then Nickelback was in 2011, I think. Yeah. That's rough. And it, yeah. But when the, you're, like, the, basically forced to watch Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. The, oh. the crowd loved it. And I then it was Imagine Dragons last year. And I can't remember what year it was, but it seems like they have, like, had the perfect band there to play the halftime show, except they put them in, like, the opening warm-up slot before the game begins yeah. instead. Like, Sheepdogs have been in that slot. Yeah. Arkells. Arkells have been in that slot. Tokyo Police Club, I think. And that's, that's like, the band that should be yeah. front and center. I think yeah, the Arkells wrote a song about yeah. the Hamilton uh, Tigers. And it's <laughs> Great. And it's awesome. It's one of their best songs. Yeah. I legitimately love it. I I don't listen to it just out of principle because it's about the CFL, okay. but I have heard that it's a good song. It's basically, it, you know, it sums up a passion for sports. Hitler's sports. favorite Arkell song. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Tie cats are humming. Can't go wrong there. Um, but uh, yeah, before we absolutely. go too, too far off track here, boys, we do have some thank yous to open up the show because we did launch thank our thank you India Patreon. thank you terror <laughs> the, thank you thank you silence <laughs> that's the warm up for this year's Grey Cup uh, but we did yep, we, me. we did launch <laughs> our Patreon campaign last week and a surprising number of people in the uh, in the first couple days did sign up to uh, to give us a little bit of money and we're very appreciative of that so uh, we don't have any good for you's for ourselves this week but why not to extend and a good for you to the people who stepped up to the good place for and you. sponsored the our podcast. Fans. Our, our Justin, wonderful fans. Before we get to the thank yous, if someone listening to this podcast were to say want to donate to this wonderful podcast, what could they do? Uh, they could just head on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow. There are um, any number of pledge levels that you can donate Amazing. at to make the show possible and uh, be just like these people. Yeah, The more money you give, the better, too. Yeah. Because it's, it's higher. It's more this. And yeah, we still we're still looking for a few players for our Lucas Spiza Memorial Reverse Hockey Pool. Yeah, I we're believe. about half full, I yeah. think, but uh, we are uh, still looking for a few more players to join us. Where the goal is to pick the worst possible uh, players to fill out your fantasy roster. So, but uh, in any case, let's get to these thank yous. These are early adopters. Yeah, early adopters of the RGS Patreon campaign. Uh, good for you, Mike Fail. Mike Fail. Thank you, Mike. Pride of Chetwind. Who uh, oh, no actually? longer lives there, but yeah, he he does check in from Absolutely. time to time. So he knows all about the Tim Hortons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was very nice. happy that I told that story. So <laughs> Mike sure Phil, thank you so much for your uh, pledge Mike towards the show. Phil. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, thank you to Kalen, Kalen B uh, at Kalen B on Twitter. Uh, very nice guy. Uh, he tweeted about our uh, Patreon and about our podcast. He's a big 
big fan of the show. Uh, so thank you very much uh, for your continued support. Good for, good for you. you. Good for and you. Uh, good for you to Seamus O'Toole. Good for you for having the most Irish name <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. And also for supporting RGS. Good uh, for you. Good for you, Daniel Cazetto, for making the show possible. Daniel Cazetto, thank you uh, very much. And I hope I said that right. I probably did not. I think you did. Well, good for me. Yeah. And good for Daniel Cazetto. Good for Cazetto. Uh, <laughs> good for you to Renee Bork. Not the actual hockey player. He spells Bork B O R K. I have to say, I have to say, my girlfriend was so disappointed to learn that the actual Rene Bork does not listen and contribute (laughs) to our show. I was disappointed at that as well. Rene Bork is a is a very funny guy on Twitter. Part of the hockey Uh, Calgary Flames fan, I think. I Uh, believe. Yeah. So, or is he a Montreal fan? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, it Rene Bork got traded. Could go either way. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, Good for you, Phil Partridge, for being one sixth of the famous singing family and also for <laughs> donating to this podcast and anytime you would like to uh contribute uh danny bonaducci as a guest to this show we'd be happy to have him on thank you phil partridge good for you and good for you paul heck not just for donating to the show but for donating your sperm to an egg a long oh, time ago wow. and created one of the co-hosts Eee. of the program. Well, actually, oh, I uh, <laughs> I was adopted. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's not like what? A joke. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll just cut all that wow, out. No, no, that no. Got I, super awkward. No, I don't it mind. It was already I, awkward, and now it got even I, more. No, awkward. I, I joke about that all the time. No, that's 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 golden. Okay. He'll, oh he'll, my he'll god. Like that. Paul Heck. Yeah. Good for you, dear God. What can <laughs> was it? Can we talk about it a little bit? Was it like a basket story? How did it? Uh... No, it was just like it was like an on purpose adoption. Uh, okay, yeah, oh, it was gotcha. like planned. And find oh, okay. him floating down a river. Yeah, well, that's yeah. kind of what I like. <laughs> yeah. You know, you in, always in the want reeds, there to be yeah. some kind of like romantic story. Yeah. You know, but... no, no, this is all bureaucratic. Oh, okay, yeah. super boring. Yeah. Well, shout out to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> that was so awesome. Um... <laughs> Because uh, this you, is a thing where you, you like, like we've spent so much time together, but I've never seen like a picture of your parents or anything where I might have been able to like infer that data. But well, no, he's they. My both my parents have really big heads too, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I've like, met your dad. He does yeah. look like you. He sort of does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Crazy. Um, uh, well, okay. I'll, thanks, Paul Hack. Oh, is it my turn? I think no, it's, it's mine. Your, oh, it's your uh, turn. So thank you to Nick, uh, and it's at Megalodork on Twitter. Uh, San Jose Sharks fan. Very funny guy. Very big supporter of the show. Uh, who tweeted this week that he supports the show because the Canucks are garbage and encourages you all yeah, to do the that's same. That's why I support the show, too. Yeah, and reason. I'm basically on the show because I hate the Canucks. Yeah. And so, yeah, Nick and I have been getting along very well recently. Yeah. So good for Nick and thank you. Good for you, Nick. <laughs> good for you, Nick. Uh, oh, boy. Sure, give me the <laughs> hardest name. Um, okay, so I'm here well, to... Well, his nickname's pretty easy. Yeah, well, his nickname's <laughs> easy to say. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Gaetan uh, Duga. I'm guessing is how that's pronounced. Or Dugas, maybe? It could be just Dugas, uh, like if it's a like bastardized English pronunciation of the word. Either way, if you're listening to this podcast in Regina, um, it's Gaten Dugas. <laughs> and if you're listening to this podcast in Quebec, it's Gaetan Dugas. <laughs> and uh, he is also known as AIDS Patient Zero. Uh, so he wrote, we didn't write that down. Yeah, that's, he wrote that. He, he asked to be called Because we yeah. said that you, you could be thanked in any way you wanted to on the podcast if you donated to our Patreon. He's the only so one who took advantage of that. He was yeah, really, really the only and he, one. And he really took advantage of it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's a weird thing to like brag about, I guess, because that sort of means that you like s- had sex with a monkey. Um, 
but like <laughs> but like good for you i mean my understanding of aids is very limited but i'm assume i'm pretty sure that's how it started um so thanks uh good for you uh aids patient zero and finally good for you sam anderson friend of the show donor to the show uh the lovely funny sam anderson who's also a very big cfl fan so i'm sure she's she probably gonna rescind her donation she, she loves all this hitler chat <laughs> off the hop uh but also a donor to the show and we're very appreciative to every single one of you uh if you want to get your name read on the show in a similar manner to what we all just enjoyed it's easy to do patreon.com slash real good show we're a bunch of shills we are shills we are shills i think i don't think i've ever listened to a podcast that takes that long to shill but good for us we, did we it. made it funny though we did, we did make it funny I mean, there was so like yeah. a bombshell yeah, yeah there, there was, was also the... yeah because like you, normally on podcasts when they start to advertise things i just skip it i just hit that 15 second skip ahead button until i get to where they're not doing it and people are going to miss out on that huge that huge whatever that yeah, was. yeah. we're not going to say what it was because because we're going to make you rewind yeah, yeah. rewind and listen skipped. To, that was so fun <laughs> that was awesome that was so great uh cool well good talk guys uh, this has been real good show <laughs> thank you for tuning in we'll see you again never it's our donor so thank you donors uh no we do have some some topics lined up today we could talk about how this is episode 10 so yeah. we'd interrupt but we did actually make it to 10 episodes yeah, yeah it's the 10 episode yeah. yeah and this and is like our our opening was like bret hart versus owen hart at wrestlemania 10 better than the rest of the show <laughs> <laughs> so you can just turn it off now it's not getting any better uh, but this came out like pretty much right after we dropped the last episode and seemed uh, like something that we definitely should talk about i know john was pretty jazzed to uh, to get it mentioned on the program evander kane making headlines again, uh, not for a trip to Las Vegas, but uh, for something that he did in the Los Angeles area of West Hollywood, uh, right on the Sunset Strip, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. He was in some uh, relational difficulties, was Evander Kane. Winger, <laughs> relational difficulties. Winger for the uh, <laughs> Buffalo Sabres as of this season. We'll play his first games for the Sabres before too long. So shout out to all our Buffalo listeners, because I know we have some. We have a few. Um, we do, yeah. There's nothing else I to do I hope you Buffalo. treat him better than winnipeg did it shouldn't be too difficult no it should no. not be difficult at all uh but uh it, this had nothing to do with uh, you know uh, fan controversies or anything he just was in a bit of a rough patch with his girlfriend and to win her back he did what he does so often he pulled uh, an, um, a pretty major power move here by uh putting out uh, basically an apology billboard uh, advertising his girlfriend's modeling service, I suppose. Mara Tigan is her name. And just put a big billboard of her face and it said, Love Evander, with her name and modeling rep and all that stuff. So I think he's trying to get her some work and also saying, Hey, sorry about whatever that thing I did was. Yeah, which I'm wondering what it was. Yeah, when we'll never well, know. Well, no, wasn't yeah. it the like, uh, I, thought they, I thought they said what it was. I thought, wasn't it like, ah, um, oh, shoot. It was something, and then he also had like a string of like aggressive tweets against her. Like, oh, thank there was God like that a... he was like, "Thank God to be rid of that weight oh, yeah, off my he, back or he whatever." Definitely, he like, oh, okay. made some social yeah. media postings it, about shedding dead weight. Yeah, for sure. uh, definitely okay. did. Um, and then he spent a ton of money on a billboard to in, get her back it, on the Sunset yeah. Strip. See, most people life. can't do that. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've only done it once before, and um, <laughs> it was. Not as effective as this, but it's weird because like 
when uh, the girl that you're trying to win back is not someone who would benefit from having their face on a billboard, they don't care as much. Like yeah. I didn't have like if a model, model. Yeah. you know, like I didn't really have, there wasn't anything they were promoting. It was just kind of like just their face. Yeah. He yeah, was kind of like face, from you know? advertising her modeling. Yeah, services. exactly. Yeah. That makes also sense. Being yeah. like, Hey, I, I love you and I'm sorry. Yeah. Which is kind of cute. That's sweet. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of cute, but also. I wonder if he's figured out that uh, money isn't a phone yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. That's why he had to put the billboard up. He, he kept trying to call her on money. <laughs> yeah, Where the fuck are you? Wasn't working at I tried all. To Come call back you. to me. Yeah. Absolutely. I've been dialing your, mo- your number into Benjamin Franklin's face for hours. <laughs> Nothing's happening. What the hell? Your number is 100, 100, 100, 100. Uh, I feel like he's like, like you know, people want him to be a power forward on the ice. That's kind of his skill set. And I love Evander Kane. I always have. Not yeah, I just, think he's a great player. I like not just too, because yeah. he's like from Vancouver and played for the Vancouver Giants and is just seems like a, a pretty I like that he knocked out guy. Matt Cook. Yeah, that was great too. Um, but like, you know, it, it seems like most of his power moves come off the ice. Uh, in in circumstances like this, like I love, I know a lot of people, especially in Winnipeg, uh, people who uh, listen to, you know, what's the guy who writes the columns there? Gary, Gary Lawless. Lawless. Yeah. yeah, Lawless is just who hates Evander Kane and Dustin Brunson and yeah. Anyone uh, who has um, is a person of color who plays for the Winnipeg Jets seems that way. Yeah, um, which hey, Winnipeg, that's. How you do? Apparently, we had a, we had a question last week. What what your favorite sports photo was? I don't think we actually talked about it on the air, but uh, it's the Kane punching Cook photo. Okay, it's like you've seen it, right? Uh, probably a long time. Yeah, ago. but it's just so beautiful. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. you can just see his jaw getting like rearranged. It's like the knockout punch. Yeah, it's the instant he was knocked out. Yeah, and basically. he also used to play for my second favorite team, the Atlanta Thrashers. So that's part of why Is Atlanta I really your second. Why favorite was Atlanta your second favorite? I loved, team. I love Ilya Kovalchuk. Okay, yeah, and I, you know, didn't and you like my, my allegiance did not follow him to New Jersey or <laughs> you Russia. like looking like a giant version of a grade six girls binder, <laughs> <laughs> the baby blue. Yeah, jersey. the baby blue with navy blue and accents. With, with just like weird writing all over the, it, yeah. yeah. Um, but, not not a great look. But I just love like to me the way he pulled the shoot on like bailing on the Jets last yeah. year was you know as uh, off the ice about as close to like a Todd Bertuzzi in his prime, one hand on the stick, holding two defenders off you while they're climbing on your back. Power move of all power moves because he was their best player. He was like carrying them on his back towards a playoff spot, basically. And uh, his team betrayed him, stabbed him in the back for wearing a tracksuit. To, like, a team meeting or something. Yeah. You know you're, like, a sports team, right? Yeah. Like, you can wear a track. Like, Especially an NHL team. Yeah. Like, NHL players will wear... There's no dress code. No. Right? And, like, they all wear suits, but, like, other than that, they like, NHL players exclusively wear, wear suits to games and then branded, clo- like, with their own team's logo on it. Yeah. That's it. Or their own, per- like, Cody Hodson has his, like, fa- uh, Right. Their own. Like line, brand which or whatever. If yeah. you get a chance, look that up because he's wearing like the biggest pants I've ever seen. <laughs> nice, I love it. He's trying to bring extreme jeans back. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Kane went into the showers to take a shower, and when he came back out, the team had like slashed up his tracksuit, and he didn't have any clothes anymore. So, way to go, boys! You uh, you sure showed him. 
angered your best player while you're pushing for a playoff spot. They eventually made the playoffs without him. But I do love the way that he was just like playing injured as well yep. and was like, you know what? I'm putting my body on the line every night for the good of this team. If that's how you're going to treat me, fuck it. I'll just have my surgery right now. Yeah. Good fucking luck making the playoffs without me. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. And now he gets to play with Jack Eichel yeah. and Sam Reinhart. Yeah. They're going to be fun to watch. Though the Sabres are going to be so much fun to watch. Yeah. So it's I'm like, not going to watch them, but presumably they'll be fun to watch. <laughs> so I feel like it's a kind of a similar power move in the same way that he just put his team on blast by doing that to, to put up a yeah, billboard. billboard. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, it, it's good, good, good for you, Evander. Yeah, good for you, man. Get that billboard up there. Get that uh, relationship going. I mean, and it whatever. seemed like it worked. Yeah, yeah they're she, back she together. Like The, the next it. night, they were sh- like photographed together at a movie premiere. So. And she talked to like TMZ Sports. Yeah. About how excited she was. He's like so cute and like it's very sweet. I'm pretty sure she's like 21, so that like that also plays into it. She's like, oh my god, I'm like on a billboard. Like, can you believe that? That's like so crazy. I don't even know who did it. Like, it's so like I don't. Did my modeling company pay for it? Well, it does say it does say love. Yeah, no, I know. That's but that's that's she's so dumb. Which could be a command and not an autograph. (laughs) Love (laughs) of Hander. Modeling agency. <laughs> it's best for your career if you love Evander. I like that. Uh, all right, like he's just so like sweet he's and so stuff. Sweet, it made me a billboard <laughs> of my face. It's oh, Evander. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of young love, we have uh, a bit young of young love. A bit of an update on young life on the Real Good Show uh, official tennis player. Nick Kyrgios. He's he, like as, as soon as we named him the Real Good Show official tennis player, he's just been he's all just, over the yeah, news. Yeah, everywhere. Everyone he got loves the Real him. Good Show bump. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know it's so refreshing to be able to have such an impact on the sports <laughs> world. And um, yeah, Nick Kyrgios. I mean, what a week he was uh, bounced from the first round of the U.S. Open by Andy Murray. To be fair, very tough draw in his first round matchup. Three one. Uh, yep, and then uh, then he played mixed doubles with Jeannie Bouchard, and who... we were we had some thoughts last week as far as how they were going to fare as a yeah, and then it worked out like everyone kind of wasn't sure what was going on. There was rumors that they were only playing together because they're both like young signed athletes with Nike, they're, like marketable, yeah, very like marketable, a Nike like marketing stunt, yeah, and then they just ended up having like the most fun tennis match of the last decade where they were just like making fun of each other, having a good time out on the court. They won their match, and then afterwards. Uh, presumably spent so much time making out that by the time Jeannie got to her ice bath, all the lights were out, and then she slipped on the floor and got a concussion. Is and that how it happened? Yeah. yeah. That's apparently. The, the, and she was concussed. She too. was concussed. We saw the video. Uh, if you haven't her seen it, like her stumbling. walking. Yeah. Her stumbling into the to the Arthur uh, to the Arthur Ashe uh, tennis grounds there, Flushing Park or whatever the hell it's called. And um, she was just... Uh, going in there to be checked by a doctor and was very concussed. But yes, the official report was that she was the last woman left in the locker room. So when she went to go to the ice bath, and all the melted. lights were out. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the tub. Justin. What do you mean it melted? <laughs> I don't know. Well, she slipped on something. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it melted. Uh, no, the ice cubes were in there for so long, they jumped out of the tub and sort of like an anim, uh, they got became animated like Toy Story. Fantasia. Fantasia, yeah. Fantasia, say, yeah. Fantasia, yeah. Exactly. Jumped out of the tub and then caused her to slip on the floor in the dark and hit her elbow and head and get concussed. Yeah, and she looked like uh, like a hangover Sunday, basically. It was like no, it was like a perp walk almost because she had her like 
like hood up, sunglasses down. She's kind of covering her face. Someone's like escorting her. I don't know. To me, that seemed like the kind of outfit you would wear for like Sunday brunch. It was like a hard party inside. It was like a perp walk if you knew you were going to jail for 20 years, so you got hammered the night before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she turns into like the wrong door or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they had to like steer like her. It looked like I think it was her mom was like steering her like like, because she couldn't even figure out which way to walk. She's definitely very She's definitely very concussed. Um, So who knows uh, exactly how it happened. That's the explanation we're being given. Um, I know that it's it could be logical. I mean, the the Whitecaps had an injury a couple years ago where uh, midfielder Nigel Rio Coker was uh, inebriated and tripped over a bike rack, and uh, and well, reports are that he either tripped over it or had a fight with it, believing it to be a human being. Uh, who knows what exactly happened? But he I tripped. have heard that he did walk into it and then f- like basically flipped right over it. Yeah, and, and, and then he smacked. Yeah, he smacked. Like he got a concussion and his his whole head was like scar. He's bald and like his whole head and forehead and all around his eye and stuff was scarred he missed like a month and they just told it they're like yeah he tripped on a bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome so like you know we're 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 kind of in this day and age used to teams being like really cagey with like especially like reports. stupid injuries yeah like, but yeah. uh I, I believe that this seems to be a pretty logical explanation yeah. for what happened to genie i don't know why the lights were i guess yeah i don't know why she didn't turn the lights on i guess yeah or like why they wouldn't be like remote sensor yeah you know, you'd figure they would have that kind of thing yeah. going, but. but it's tragic because it you know put a halt to their their yeah, they had to withdrawals career yeah well and genie herself has had a very tough year uh had had rattled off three impressive wins at the u.s open and was looking good and then and then that happens. So well, tough, uh, but we tough like, go for her. We think of her as like Canada's sweetheart of tennis. But you were reading about how she has a perception outside of Canada as being like the female. Yeah, like she's, spoiled, she's like spoiled and bratty. That's what yeah, they think. But. Super weird. Um, but it makes me really happy because it allows us to name her our official female tennis player. Oh, absolutely. Show. I mean, absolutely. Canadian. Uh, yeah, I mean, in Canada, she's beloved. Um, and I don't know, it's weird because I was like, you know, reading these articles about how um, like cocky she is and stuff like that. But I don't really get that. It's like, I th- obviously, she's confident. Yeah, but there I was the really... handshake thing, I guess. But... Yeah, with, with Belgium in the Davis Cup, she refused to shake her opponent's hand yeah. before the match. She's what? She's like 21 years old. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's also yeah. young. And, and yeah, I don't know. I just and she, think... did, she seemed like she was doing a good job of keeping Nick Kyrgios in check. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I saw a video clip of her basically just being like, and you know what? This is, I'll say it as a man. Sometimes you need a woman to do this for you. Just to, she was telling him like, you're good. You're good. You don't need to do this. Don't do this. <laughs> oh yeah. Men you're need good. that all the time. Yeah, yeah. We need to be told uh, to stop being stupid. Absolutely. And she seemed like she was doing a great <laughs> job of that. Totally. So uh, her influence will be missed on Nick Kyrgios, I'm yeah. sure. But uh, hopefully they'll, they'll get back together and do it again sometimes. Yeah. And hopefully she doesn't get concussed again from the Real Good Show bump. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. She has a real good bump on her forehead. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a metaphorical bump. It's just an actual bump. Yeah, I was honestly, I thought uh, that that was just going to be an explosive situation, that Kyrgios is just kind of like... He's toxic. He's like, uh, I don't know, he's nitroglycerin. He's just going to go off at any moment. Uh, so it's kind of surprising that that worked out as nicely as it did. And, yeah. uh, Pretty guess, disappointing. That, yeah, we'll yeah. never know what they might have done. Well, until, next year, until probably. The next yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah. Until the next Open, Yeah, which I don't even know. 
I don't know a tennis word. Yeah. Australia. Okay. Uh, Australian Open would be the next one. But if it is truly a Nike publicity stunt, they wouldn't choose to have them play together in Australia because the games are on at like 2 in the morning in the U.S. So well, Makes sense. Yeah. Of course, I was going to say that, but John po- did yeah, possible so. that he was just like, you know, trying to trying to cozy up with her a oh the why wouldn't you be yeah. if you're nick kyrgios why wouldn't you be doing that yeah i would do exactly. that all day he was probably like called nike and was like yo <laughs> let's see what we can do <laughs> are you guys game for a publicity stunt hey, can I'm, you uh can we like make an ad here with both of us in it spend a few days filming it what do you say nike huh 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 my favorite part of that whole thing was that she tweeted him that they got into mixed doubles too, because it was like um, they didn't announce like they didn't announce that they were playing together until like a couple days before the event, and it was announced because she just tweeted at Nick Kyrgios, "Hey, we got in mixed doubles, BTW." <laughs> <laughs> so it seemed like uh, almost like maybe she meant to DM him or something. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like. But yeah, it was so that was pretty great as well. Um, definitely. Just a new, by the way. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're in mixed doubles. <laughs> uh, and of course, Nick Kyrgios, of course, is a prominent featured player on The Real Good Show because he came from the storied ranks of the Clip of the Week. My favorite clip segment. of the week. Which clip we have a, of the week. a pretty good one this week. Uh, we announced kind of on Twitter, or I did anyways, what it was going to be basically a week ago. So people have had some time to, to Digest, view it for yeah. themselves. And, and yes, get used to living in a post-Clip of the Week world where <laughs> this is our Clip of the Week. Uh, you may be familiar with uh, something called Deflategate. Uh, it's kind of the most boring scandal. It's so stupid. In football oh my history. Deflate Gate actually describes your emotions when you're being told what it is. Yeah, you're it's just so, like, oh, it's I'm so really stupid. deflated. This is boring as shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till football actually starts, and we'll we'll, we'll still be talking about it. Yes, yeah. but Ball. like, oh my Ball. god. Well, because Ball. this is, uh, I think, at least probably more seasons in a row, but definitely this will be the second season where, like, in a big way, Roger Goodell as commissioner of the league is just casting a pall yeah. over the entire sport that he regulates. They should rename him Roger Baddell, am I right? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think we should just end the show yeah. right there. <laughs> Getting the bad one yeah. out of the way for both of us. Nice. <laughs> A1 punnery over here. John <laughs> had that written down in front of him. Too. Yeah, exactly. I actually got a tattoo of it. <laughs> Just to remind myself. But it's kind of like even Goodell's like most boring scandal ever. Like I just can't even like, you know, even if you want to punish the Patriots, they already won the Super Bowl. So there's nothing you can do. Yeah. It's just just let it go. Like I yeah, would love a world point? where the Super Bowl was just taken from them in a public ceremony. Like the owner <laughs> has to literally <laughs> hand the trophy back to Roger Goodell. Well, no, it'll have to be like a rewind of their celebration ceremony. Yeah. So like it'll get the passed around gets among the teammates. Yeah. Into, the vac- into a vacuum. <laughs> it gets passed around among the teammates and then back up onto the stage. The owner has it and then has to take it down from above his head and give it back. Yeah. God, to, I would to love Roger that. Goodell. Which, speaking of Goodell, before we get into the clip, he is like not even attending league events at the moment in fear that he will be a distraction to I'm, like. I, the, I the, don't think the he won't be. A, yeah, he's not going to be the opening game because that's in it's in New um New England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Playing in. But like, yeah. here's the New like England Gary Batman yeah. has been booed as the commissioner of the NHL. For almost two decades. Yeah, now. except for when the Kings won the cup, because Kings fans were too stupid to know what to do. <laughs> to know to but boo except him. for the fact that like whether you like Batman or not, it's 
you cannot deny, aside from the lockouts, that the NHL has gotten better under his reign. Yeah, like we un- just, unequivocally, we, he's yeah. just he plays the heel. Yeah, but as a businessman, I'm sure he's he's good. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and he leans into being the heel. He loves to. Oh, be he loves, oh, yeah, he he loves, loves being booed. Yeah. Yeah, and Goodell is he like, off oh, "I'm gonna be booed. I can't go there. That's gonna be terrible." It's a really good impression, <laughs> Roger Goodell. Yeah, uh, they're saying bad things about me on ESPN again. What am I gonna do? Isn't that, isn't like, that droopy dog? <laughs> uh, I was I was detecting more notes of like foghorn leghorn, or huckleberry but like hound. in solitary yeah, confinement. It's a bit of huckleberry hound, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Huckleberry hounds. That's good. that's Roger Goodell. Though. Uh, who can I fire from ESPN now? Um, uh but yeah so he he was uh now every single decision that he's made discipline wise is being called into question because uh tom brady appealed his suspension and he won his appeal and uh, this is of course big news in boston especially boston uh, where where they love tom brady and the patriots and are not such fans of roger goodell what at the moment no including this exchange from boston tv which happens to be the real good show clip of the There's week no chance that this guy's contract four years from now well, what, what a power move after goodell makes another 150 million dollars great fantastic with a win well okay well, what okay what else do you do, my friend? How are you going to get him out? He's got to get the other owners. You, you hire someone to murder him. No, oh, it's not that. He's a rich guy. guy. No, well, it's not that complicated. <laughs> well, he's probably got a pretty good life insurance policy. I mean, sure. There you go. Discussion on Boston television. The the big board in the background behind them is ranking the Patriots' rivals. And number one is the league itself. So, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, I like that he just explicitly says murder. Yeah. And not, yeah. like, take him out yeah. or take care of. Yeah. yeah like, even no... when I'm talking about Spiza, I say, like, take care of. Yeah. You know? It's a joke, by the way. Once again. <laughs> it's his contract. His contract. Yeah, his contract. Yeah, and it's hard for Stefan to come down too hard. Yeah. Because I know where this guy's coming from. situation. I feel like I've, I've been there before. we've said all kinds of things about yeah. Lucas Pisa, which is his name, by the way, just to clarify for listeners, Luca. L-U-C-A. It's amazing how many people think his name is Lucas when they mess Lucas Louis. Beasy. Yeah. Louis Beasy. Louis Beasy. Louis <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, you, we, you, are, you are our murder threat expert, Stefan. So what are your feelings on that? Well, I think he went a little too far. <laughs> Because he said, why don't we hire someone to murder him? <laughs> and it was also on television. Yeah, yeah this is just a podcast television. that a few hundred people yeah. listen to that and barely beats CFL. And on podcast. a podcast, it's just audio. So I can be like, oh, that was Justin doing an impression of me. <laughs> Although we just heard his Goodell impression. So no one would believe that. <laughs> no one would believe you <laughs> yeah, accurate, yeah, such an accurate impression. <laughs> but on TV, it's like, okay, well, like clearly you said that. You called for Roger Goodell's murder. Yeah, this is NBC Sports in the Boston area. And I, my favorite part of it is the way his co-host is not, like, taken aback at all, is not stunned. Like, if that happened to me on live TV, I'm that co-host, I am just trying to distance myself from that as much yeah, as possible. Yeah, you're like Mike Myers standing beside Kanye West. Yeah, exactly. Like, Ooh. Exactly. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and this guy just totally leans in and is like, well, he probably has a great life insurance premium. <laughs> we could probably get a lot of money from that. Well, let's do it. <laughs> I really appreciate the honesty, to be honest. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, like, and we've talked about this in the past, just the call for honesty in general. That's about as honest I mean, as you can get. Let's murder this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's, yeah, that's very. <laughs> Let's kill him. I want to murder him with a gun. 
That's great. And yeah, it is good that he said murder because if he were to now kill Goodell, it would officially qualify as murder because there is there's premeditation. Yeah. premeditation. Yeah. yeah. And so that's yeah. good that he actually understands the law as well. well I don't so think like, he is going to kill him, though. He was just going to hire someone. Oh, that's right. He said we could hire someone to murder. To do um, it for him. Which he's basically putting out an open he call. He is, yeah. There's an open contract on Roger Goodell, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Um, I, I think I've probably said it like before that I want to kill like a, a player on the opposing team or whatever. But to just cut like to Not say on it TV, on TV though, though yeah. is pretty. Yeah, that, that's another. That's another, and I think on TV you're supposed to be at least somewhat impartial. Which yeah. really, if you're <laughs> willing to murder, I feel like that's. <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> well, their Boston accents are pretty thick, too, so I think we know where their allegiances lie on that one. But uh, I'm ho- How do you like them apples? I'm hoping that this Is will that be... Is that a Boston... Uh... No, I wasn't trying to do a oh, Boston okay. accent. That this will be the plot for <laughs> I John got a number. Wick 2. How do you like them apples? <laughs> They're making a sequel to John Wick, and hopefully it will be that John Wick picks up the contract to on murder Roger Goodell. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I would. I. It would be like Mike. That, Mike Vick <laughs> killed his dog. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> that would be like a an exciting like uh, like the first act is just him killing Roger Goodell, and then the second act is him going to those Bostons and be like, "Okay, I did it. Like, I want my money." And they're like, "That was never an official thing." <laughs> and then the second act is him like kidnapping and torturing their families to get money. <laughs> For the contract, and then the third act, I don't know, it's a romantic he's, comedy. He's in coming end. for you, sir. So this is viral marketing for yeah, John exa- Wick. Yeah, too. exactly, yeah. for John, John Wick, Wick too. I still haven't seen the first one. but oh, It's great. fantastic. It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Don't get attached to the puppy for in the first like 10 minutes of the movie. All it's right. my favorite. It's the cutest puppy I've ever seen. It's, don't get too attached. Yeah, it's my it favorite dies. movie where fair. a wife and dog die in the first five minutes or so. That's fair enough. I mean, I watched all of Marley and Me, and I did not get attached to Marley whatsoever. So okay. it should be no problem should not be, getting yeah. attached to this. I remember there was a Marley and Me ad on a bus stop. Uh, this was a few years ago. And someone had just spray painted on it. The dog dies. <laughs> 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 it was great. That's vandalism. I but can honestly, get like, with. if you couldn't walk, like, if you couldn't figure out that the dog was gonna die based on the trailers and stuff like, like, you yeah. don't go into that kind of movie thinking. Well, and also, if you're if you're gonna go see that book. movie, you've probably read the book. Exactly. Too. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, it's not like a hat. Like honestly, has there been a movie with a dog in it where the dog hasn't died? Old Yeller. Do they kill Beethoven? Yeah, Beethoven's Beethoven? dead. Beethoven gets hit Beethoven by like a truck. Beethoven 4 is, he just, yeah. he's dead. <laughs> the first three is fine, and then the fourth one's his funeral. <laughs> Beethoven 4, Beethoven's funeral. <laughs> they brought back Charles Grodin for that one. He was very upset. <laughs> to give the eulogy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Beethoven just ate humorous. a bunch of chocolate. I remember, in Be- I remember I saw the first Beethoven in theaters, and when the guy who's like going to kill uh, all the dogs or whatever gets like pinned up against the wall, and then Beethoven bites him in the nuts. I remember thinking that was the single greatest comedic moment of my life up to that point. I remember. I don't being, know when Beethoven came out. I remember being like, very disappointed that Beethoven Lives Upstairs was not a dog movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this is the worst. Uh, that's like the uh, the classic Simpsons joke of like uh, how uh, Mother Skinner blocks half the TV, and he's like, "I watched Man Without a Face, and I didn't even know he had a problem." <laughs> 
It's like the same idea. You're like, what is this? Who is this? When's the, okay, nice composer or whatever, but when's the dog going to come in? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was seven when Beethoven came out, so it makes sense that I would find a, a I, guy I getting really his do like crotch bit by a dog. The, the IMDb summary is, a slobbering St. Bernard becomes the center of attention for a loving family. But its veterinarian secretly wants to kill it. <laughs> yeah, that's like that sounds a lot more menacing than it should. That sounds like the plot for Cujo Seven or something like that. Uh, what's K- and why does he want to kill Beethoven again? I can't remember. I think Beethoven like killed his family or something. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I forgot about that. That's I'm, the prologue. I'm just gonna look As on a the massive uh, dog. Beethoven killed the vet's small dog and also his wife. I'm gonna check the <laughs> message board to see oh, if uh, yeah, because if we, Justin's I was gonna on say. Here. I was gonna say it's tradition. We need to check and find out what the top post is on the Beethoven okay. message board. <laughs> it, it what it was was he just wanted to experiment on Beethoven? I think because he's so big or something like that. I don't know the tagline of the movie uh, and it was funny because Stefan we were talking about how you're writing a lot of movie scripts uh, or you've written a couple and how like the tagline is like what everybody wants to hear like that's like a big thing that studios just want to hear the tagline before they hear the movie well the tagline for this movie was the head of the family is the one with the tail that's a good tagline is it that's a great tagline (laughs) I like it because it's like oh the dog yeah tail the dog is the head of the family. It Usually it's a person. I don't know. Maybe Charles Grodin had like a <laughs> vestigial tail or something in the movie. <laughs> it grossed uh, $57 million in the U.S. Also, one of my favorite fun facts about this movie is that because Beethoven is so big in Germany, they had to name it in German, Un Hund namens Beethoven. <laughs> a, a dog, <laughs> named, a dog Beethoven. named Beethoven. Just so that there was really no confusion, even though there was a dog on well, the poster. Well, they should have done the same thing for Beethoven Lives Upstairs. It should have been called A Composer Named Beethoven Lives Upstairs. Yeah, this is amazing. I love. See, IMDb is so great about, about like shit movies because this is like goofs in the movie this is a goof when ted and rice are playing super mario brothers 3 they are both mashing away on controllers however when it shows the close-up of the screen we see that they're only playing a one-player game at the time i hate this movie now yeah god ridiculous speaking of speaking of mario though we did get an update on the mario brothers last name yeah from a listener who sent into our twitter account that uh, it is canon as of the super mario brothers movie with bob hoskins and john leguizamo that it's mario mario and luigi mario yeah that's and someone their, tweeted that their last to me as name well. is mario yeah a uh, friend great. of the show owen skating actually uh tweeted that to me as well at o skating on on twitter um, he tweeted that to me as well. He's like, I'm pretty sure that their names are Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Which and then, Luigi has to feel He's like He's yeah. like Boutros Boutros Galli. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite part, uh, I love Boutros Galli because of Ali G. You remember yeah. when he interviewed him? And he's like, I'm with my main man, Boutros Boutros, 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 Gali. And this Boutros, Boutros, Gali is like 90 when he's filming. And he's just sitting there like, what the fuck is happening right now? My favorite Letterman joke of all time that I've like always remembered when I saw it on The Late Show the replay that played at like four in the afternoon on Czech TV uh, uh, was like, Boutros, Boutros, Gali's birthday today. And uh, her. All of his friends chipped in and got him another Boutros. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where we just talk about good Boutros, Boutros, Galley jokes. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's a very good joke. That is a good one. Do you like have that. anything from the message board? Uh, there was one thing. Uh, it wasn't that good. It was just this guy was like, oh, I didn't know Charles Grodin was 57 years old when he made this movie. I thought he was 40. And then someone's like, yeah, I know. Like he looks, he looks younger. He looks so young. Really scintillating discussion. <laughs> this is Charles Grodin writing that response. Yeah, yeah he looks very young <laughs> and healthy and uh, fit. All that, was, right. that was a good clip of the week. Yeah, that'll do it for clip of the week. And I think is it on to our? It is, Stefan. It's time. Oh, excellent for the Taffer Tracker. Taffer Tracker. Okay. All just before we get into the Taffer Tracker, there are so many He's Beethoven movies. You get a ten dollar raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass window. How do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend this? sick if you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. My bad. I forgot we had the theme song, I'm, I'm going to tweet that at John Taffer. Just the, the theme, theme song. song? Be like, Mr. Taffer. Because I, I don't want to call him John. I'm okay. already on, I'm on thin ice already. You've got to respect him. I'll tweet it at him, and I think uh, I think he'd love it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a, That theme song is the best part of the show. Yeah, John was it's trying so to say good. something before we got into my the My sincere tracker. apologies. And right? I, once the music starts, it's too late. Yeah, my bad, guys. Uh, I just learned that there are so many Beethoven movies, and the most recent one came out in 2014. And it's still apparently the same Beethoven. <laughs> yeah, Beethoven's Treasure Tale um, is the most recent one, but there is he are like a pirate in that one. Uh, yeah, he is uh, a pirate. Yeah. So Beethoven is like twenty five years old. Yeah, he's in old. human years. He's which old as shit. Dog years is seven, right? Yeah. So that was like one hundred and fifty. Uh, no, that's one hundred and seventy five. Beethoven is one hundred and seventy five years old. Dog years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's old. He's. Uh, this he's one immortal. is uh, Beethoven gets the oh he's on a movie shoot so he, we've now broken the fourth wall and okay. Beethoven himself is, is a on a, is, is a movie star oh, very meta which uh, I have to say okay I used to work at a video store when I was in like first and second year university and uh, we, we we were in a prime location on like mid Lonsdale in North Vancouver and uh, we would constantly just get people come in like inebriated out of their minds and my favorite thing that a customer ever said came in just absolutely sloshed drunk and this was a regular who would come in drunk all the time once walked into the store pointed at a dog who was being like led around by another customer and said that dog looks like a movie star dog I like that this drunk man was a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> that dog. Also speaking of a talent scouts, speaking for of Beethoven yeah. movies, yeah. speaking no of movie star dogs, you know the dog that played Airbud uh, died of lung cancer. Really? Really? Yeah. Just probably I thought from we would kind of like, like all the leather. Bring you guys down. You guys <laughs> were like super happy there. He had too much like, leather in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, he got a bad smoking yeah. habit once he hit it. Yeah, there. well, you know how it is. Uh, yeah, so and this, all of those air buddies having to go without their dad, <laughs> their dear old dad. This, uh, yeah, so Beethoven's a movie star, and they get stranded in a small coastal village, the movie people, and then he befriends a local boy and helps him find a pirate map to lost treasure, and together they embark on an adventure that brings the whole town together. <laughs> also in German, this movie is called Beethoven und der Piraten Shots. <laughs> Beethoven <laughs> is a pirate. Which heavily translates to Beethoven and the pirate shit. Oh, and the pirate shit. Uh, yeah, there we go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, sorry to interrupt the title. No, it's okay. Tracker. We opened the Taffer Should tracker, we play the theme song again? Yeah, let's do let's it, play again. it again. It's a great theme song. Yeah. Okay, here we go. No interruptions. He's just a common man. You get a $10 raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass window. How do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend I'm sick of you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. That is so good. This is like Inception. Now we've gone into a lower level. We're, the we're two tra- Taffer trackers <laughs> deep now. See, I was thinking it was more like um, we're like the Jay-Z and Kanye West Watch the Throne tour where they just played N-words in Paris like 10 times every show. <laughs> where it is basically going to be like this, like, that's so good. Play it again. Play it again. This is what the crowd wants. <laughs> this is what I want. How dare you yell at my wife? I'm pretty sure they played it like 15 times in a row in Vancouver. Yeah, they did, yeah. Vancouver, they Which played it a lot wonderful. of times. Yeah. Um, but the Taffer tracker this week, we've got, it's kind of a clip of the week version. Yeah, because we had almost too much Taffer. Well, there's no such thing as too much Taffer. To be contained in one Taffer tracker last week. But we do have uh, a clip from uh, the Americans for Prosperity conference that he spoke at. We talked about this uh, several weeks in a row now on the show, where he was uh, giving a speech at a Koch Brothers Conference, conference, political conference, Ted Cruz is there, Marco Rubio, Jeb Bush. Uh, and the title of this video is John Taffer Fights for Small Business, and boy, does he ever. And we will hear a little bit of that right now. Let me ask you this. With all of our current candidates, I never hear the word small business. Do you? Never. I understand the issues of the day, and they're important, but the army of small business will not only fuel our economic growth, it'll fuel votes. The small business army can light up Main Street again. Corporations won't. Our small business army can reignite communities, and our small business army can ignite the voter. So do we fuel that army, or do we squish it? Do we inspire that army with dreams, or scare it with nightmares? What do we do? These, uh, these are the questions of our time. Well, there's two things about that. First of all, he apparently thinks the opposite of fuel is squish. <laughs> and second, uh, I guess he wants to start, like, build this, like, mercenary army <laughs> uh, filled with people who, like, run mall kiosks or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not entirely sure she what he's talking about. She sells cell phone there. cases, and she's pissed. <laughs> Our tchotchke army. Um, <laughs> like it's it's a lot better when you can see the video too, because he is just, just pacing and. Screaming. I just can't. Again, I still have not seen a single episode of Bar Rescue, but I just can't get over that. Even when he gives keynote addresses, 
It's like he's screaming at a waitress with an IQ of 60. And this is Americans for Prosperities well, defending that, that the American dream. That might have been the audience, yeah. to be fair, but I just love that. What are you going to do? <laughs> what do you think you're going to do well, I just, right now? I just, I've got an army. I just love the irony of him like being so passionate about small businesses when if you watch Bar Rescue... He is like taking small businesses, small independent bars and pubs and restaurants, and turning them into like soulless corporate imitations of like big businesses. Yeah, yeah of like chain restaurants. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Well, like with the pirate episode, he literally changes the bar into something called the corporate bar and grill. <laughs> we got to attract that corporate audience. Yeah. <laughs> What better way to do that than by naming it that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense to me. But yeah, I mean, like he's not—the uh, way to save small business is to just make it pretend to like, be big business, corporate yeah. adjacent, essentially. Yeah. But watch the video if you can, because it's it's spectacular. The whole thing is great. That's yeah. the best part of it. But yeah. the whole thing is just wonderful. This thing—it's like this it's, week. It's almost hard to even commentate on it because so much of the the humor present in it just speaks for itself. Like, yeah. what can we even say yeah. that he doesn't just do himself? Well, I, I also enjoyed the phrase "ignite the voter." He wants to light a voter <laughs> like, on fire. Light the voters he wants to burn a voter fire. to death. As uh, he as he marches towards Washington to stage a coup with I, his small I business. I just want to can can we hear him say "scare them with nightmares" again? Uh, really like yeah. Part. Let me see if I can find that. Because I really like that part. I just I'm like having nightmares, nightmares about John Taffer. <laughs> so do we fuel that army, or do we squish it? <laughs> Do we inspire that army with dreams or scare it with nightmares? Who wrote what this speech? <laughs> Did, he, I think he wrote this himself. Oh, probably. Yeah. But he was on the Nerdist podcast, too. I listened to part of it yesterday. And yeah. he's, he's so funny. He's a really funny guy. And he's like pretty self-aware of like what he's all about. So too. you're thinking if you send him the Taffer Tracker theme song. He's going to be on our podcast. He's already I guarantee he'll be on our show in the next month. That he's okay with comedy he, podcasts. He unblocked me, too. Yeah. So this will, he'll probably block me again. He's coming around. Like, oh, this asshole again. <laughs> possible but yeah. he also might think that you survived cancer yeah oh yeah so someone do, did so we do have so we do yeah. have that going yeah. on. I would and love, i kind of look like i did i so. would love to get him in the room <laughs> just so you could talk to him face to face yeah about the hentai role play or whatever oh yeah <laughs> should I be your you... new tinder bio i kind of look like i survived <laughs> cancer <laughs> uh that was a great taffer track yeah right it, was. Yeah, it was it was very solid um Smother them with nightmares. <laughs> that was Roger Goodell again. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that was Roger the, Goodell is like, oh, I wonder what's going on at this. No, yeah, there we dreams go. for prosperity. You're like, you're kind of like, my, when my dad does impressions, he just yells. Like it doesn't matter what yeah. it is. But that works for John yelling. Taffer. Yeah, like he'll just be like, oh, this is a Scottish person. <laughs> like, oh, are you going to play golf? <laughs> It'll be like, oh, and this is a French person. Oh, do you like croissants? <laughs> like, dad, you're just yelling. That's not. <laughs> It's not an impression of anything. <laughs> <laughs> he just changes the subject matter and then yells it. And that's how you're supposed to like infer what impression he's doing. What are we going to do with the small business army? That's oh, it's Taffer. No, oh, okay. that, was, that was Roger Goodell. Oh, that's Roger. Oh, okay, Roger. My yeah, dad. Taffer would have been screaming. I would have been dad <laughs> if I was Taffer. Uh, but yeah, that will do it for the Taffer tracker this week, I think. Are we moving on to the questions now? Is yeah. That Twitter mailbag. Well, mailbag. Well, first we have to wrap up the Taffer tracker. Oh, oh that's yes, right. Of course. I'm gone. Good night. 
Nice. You can't close it without <laughs> I love that. How short it is. Well, because we're too deep, though, I have to play it again. That's otherwise, we'll otherwise, be stuck in the Taffer it, tracker. It's like forever. when you don't close a bracket. Yeah, exactly. or like HTML. Like yeah. if you forget to do the second HTML thing. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gone. Good night. Okay, 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 we're out. We're out. out of, we're out. Yeah. Finally out. Now it's time for the Twitter mailbag, which I still think we got to get some bird chirps for that. Yeah, so. I still haven't made the, the theme song for that. But it is the Twitter mailbag. It's letter time. It's letter time. Stefan, what do we have? We do have a, uh, a very good question from a uh, hilarious uh, PFT commenter. Yep. And uh, he asks, very simply, who's the sexiest mascot? And... I'll answer this first. I got to go with Harvey the Hound because he has the detachable tongue, and he's, and he's the, a dog. The Calgary Flames mascot yeah. for those who are. <laughs> yeah. If you and uh, if you've seen the the uh, the clip of him, this is like 2003 or something when yeah. Craig McTavish reaches up and then rips coach his, of the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers rips the tongue out of Harvey the Hound. And Harvey the Hound is like, what the fuck is going on? What do I do now? Yeah, but and a huge turn on seeing yeah, his tongue get ripped out. Detachable tongue. It's, I really like that a lot. All right. Yeah. Well, any number of things you could do with that. Yeah. I uh, have a couple of contenders. Not to do my usual thing of picking a bunch. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> but uh, my here's first, one good one. It's not the one I'm picking. My first here's... thought was the Seattle Seahawks uh, boom mascot, which is weird because I didn't even know. Like, do you guys ever feel this like about teams? Like they have these mascots, but you don't even like you've never seen them before. Like Justin was showing us this. Pic- I've never. I've seen, I've seen them before. Have you? Okay, oh, but you, never you I think seen... I mean Blitz. Blitz. Is, yeah, they have two mascots. But now. I've seen the actual bird a lot more. Yeah, because exactly. They the yeah, because they have the falconer yeah. comes in with the bird. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm picking him because if you just like look him up, he's like a bird man, but he has very he's jacked, muscly arms, like way bigger yeah. muscles than any mascot I've ever seen. So if you are a guy that wants to sleep with Justin, <laughs> have big muscles and, well, and be a bird and a bird, no, yeah, and a bird no beak. lady mascot <laughs> and a bird bee. I can't pick like a sexy lady. What mascot. about the San Diego Chargers? Well, he's a guy, but he's he's pretty sexy. Is that what Lightning Man? <laughs> yeah, looks like name? the Blue Man group. He's a lightning bolt with, with a face. With, with, yeah, he's got like a yellow. <laughs> It looks face. like Jim Carrey in the mask. In the mask. Absolutely terrifying. It is very scary. I was also thinking of uh, Wenlock and Mandeville. They were the official mascots of the London What were they Olympics. supposed to be? Like Big Ben or something? I don't know. They of, just look like, like giant penises with yeah. eyeball faces. Oh, that's <laughs> what's sexier than Cyclops. So you better have big basically. muscles <laughs> and an and eye on the, eye on the top of Or I could go with... Uh, oh, you're going for a third one. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, we've talked about the fear boner in the past uh, as a thing that might exist, maybe. Um, and I will go with a mask. It's like the second mascot uh, of the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, that yeah, that is Cause, terrifying. Because they have the bird one, but not him. We're going to go with King Baby yeah. of the New Orleans Pelicans. Because if you ha- are a person who gets fear boners, I guarantee you King Baby will get So I just, just want to make this clear. For sexiest mascot, you chose a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just get that out there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just an update on Wenlock and Mandeville. According to their associated fictional storyline, they were formed from the last girder of the Olympic Stadium. Uh, so they're metal poles. Oh, okay. um, their skins are made of highly polished steel, allowing them to reflect the personalities and appearances of the people they meet. Good Lord. Which is kind of like you could maybe if they were like reflecting like a super hot chick, yeah. then you could be like, okay, well, that's good for me. <laughs> um, their one eye is a camera 
and on their heads are yellow lights symbolizing those. Oh, Justin, of a you just want to film taxi. yourself <laughs> fucking the mascot. <laughs> Are you just gonna get them to stand while you're fucking the giant baby? Uh, Wenlock Mandeville, you're you're standing I've, over there in the corner. I've really, I've I, I have in a it huge baby to fuck. I I have stepped in it this time. Yeah, you're done. You've done bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your third one too. You built up to it. You had a chance. You didn't have to do the third one. And then your third one, you're like a oh, baby. Well, if we're just talking about mascots, sexy or no, I have to work in a mention to King Baby. It is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. But the implication is that you want to have sex. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, real good show. Real good for Justin's broadcasting career. Bump, 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 bump. That should be a new feature. We talk about how much Justin and mine's careers are ending based on this show. Um, this, uh, this is also from the Wenlock and Mandeville uh, Wikipedia entry. The mascots received mixed reviews. Creative reviews said both are clearly of the digital age, and we have to say we think they look rather good. However, others were more critical, with one columnist claiming the pair were the product of a drunken one-night stand between a Teletubby and a Dalek. Or Dalek? I don't know. You I guys watch Doctor, Doctor Who? Who I don't watch Who Doctor Who. Who. I don't either, so I don't care how to pronounce it, but I'm just saying. Also, the London 2012 was notable for their like uh, logo, which looked like Lisa Simpson blowing Bartizan. Yeah, it did. actually like, did. Super yeah. obvious. And actually, Wenlock and Mandeville have that logo emblazoned on their chest. And the yeah. Kang and Koda, they look like Kang and, and Kang and Kodos, sort of. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. this is even better. Holy shit. The mascots were available to make appearances at schools and community events around the host nation. Oh, it gets better. The then chair of the London Assembly, Baroness D. Ducey, I can't believe that's her name, <laughs> raised the issue of the fees. She suggested only the richest of schools would be able to afford the appearances. Appearances were 850 pounds, rising to 1720 for events requiring an overnight stay and 2450 for a trip to Scotland or Northern Ireland. <laughs> so if you wanted to have these creepo mascots at your school, it cost you over 1500 yeah. us well, i don't you want them to sleep over i don't do know if i've talked over? about this on the show before but like super grizz used to come to my elementary school nice this I'm, is where this whole mascot thing is coming yeah, from i'm not i don't <laughs> want to fuck a mascot do you have sex with super grizz <laughs> i mean if are he, you a furry if he like did a like trampoline flip through that's a hoop true i'd be pretty aroused yeah be like wow <laughs> <laughs> super grizz was great Super Way Chris better than Finn. Finn. One yeah. of the best, yeah. yeah. Wasn't, uh, how like, how many times would you say have you watched the episode of Entourage where Johnny Drama is a furry? Oh, I haven't. Probably just once, maybe. Oh, I don't only even once. know. Okay. Well, well, that well, might so not be a season not. that I've seen, even. Right. I don't... Well, John, who's your know. mascot? Yeah, you the never... Philly fanatic for right, sure. Okay. I want to know what they're what. I, I don't what know the what that. Is. What that two? Yeah, yeah exactly. Nose mouth. I don't know what it does. Maybe it does nothing. But I'd like to find. All right. Well, that was that was a good question. Thank you to PFT Commentary. Wonderful. I've got one from Hellblazer Vice. Oh, also, I think the Philly fanatic is an adult. Okay. Just to throw that out. So there. so is Harvey the Hound okay. as an adult dog. Fuck. He's 175 years old, like Beethoven. <laughs> well, uh, maybe King, King Baby, King is, Baby too. is Benjamin Button. All right, no, here we go, no. Baby. You're digging the hole King here. Baby. Uh, this is from at Hellblazer Vice who asks, and I think this is kind of directed towards me. Who is the best player to take in an NHL fantasy mock draft to ruin it? Uh, and I would say Lucas Pisa, but I think a lot of casual fans of other teams don't really realize just how atrocious he is. Yeah. 
So I, I don't mean, know. There's there's like the classic retired player. John had suggested earlier uh, Bryce Salvador, who just retired. Matias. Yeah. I'm just looking through the Yahoo player list. Matias Oland is still there. Uh, taking a bad goalie is always a classic move. Or too. just like taking a player who's like in the news for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. Like Slava Voinov. Yeah, I don't. I don't think yeah, he's. Yeah, be, but yeah. Slava Voinov. I would feel would be, guilty about that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't like it. Tim Thomas is going to be. Is Tim Thomas? St- I'm going to take a look right now. Tim Thomas is probably still- available. Would be a good one. Yeah, he is not. Unfortunately, oh, I'm going to look really. at the goalies right now. Actually, but I would say I would say Lucas Spiza. But then also, if you're doing our reverse uh, hockey, pool, I know that the he's ESPN, a first overall pick. The ESPN pool had like a uh, pool of players. I mean, had like all kinds of retired guys. Well, after they retired, like you could pluck probably like Dan Cloutier in like 2012. Oh man, that'd be amazing. Which Dan Blackburn, great pick. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Let's just um, list off goalies that had one good season. Andrew Aycroft, <laughs> although he was still in the NHL, I guess for a while. But yeah, as a Justin well, who, Pogge. So who would you guys up. pick then? I'm I'm gonna go. I'll stick with Lucas Pisa. You go Lucas Pisa. Yeah, I have to. I have Ooh. to. Hmm. I don't know. There's like not many players who just have like funny names. It's not like football as much either. Where because I've tried ruining NHL mock drafts before, and I'm gonna try again this year. But people don't get as pissed off because it's not as big as as. Uh, I would yeah. pick. I would pick um, from the Carolina Hurricanes, Michael Jordan. There you go. There you go. And then pretend you thought yeah. it was. That's what I'm probably gonna do. Is Michael, pretend I Michael thought it was Jordan, first an NBA draft. Uh, I can't gonna, believe he was still available. Are you gonna ruin hockey drafts? I'm gonna year? try to, but like I said, I've tried it before and it, it doesn't get the reaction. Football is great because there's so many mock drafts. People are way too into it. Yeah. Well, and I feel like the profile of NHL fans is not. They're pretty. Quite, they're pretty know, laid back. Yeah, pretty chill. Yeah. Like, um, man, I don't even know who I would take. Uh, like. Again, because, yeah, you have to have that comedy factor of, like, someone who... Because I would say, like, you could easily take Fraser McLaren would be a great joke yeah. for Stefan Stefan Robida. Steph- well, yeah, for me, uh, he's a sack of shit. But he'll play, <laughs> but he'll play like, every game, though, yeah. still. So it's like he's not... And, again, no one would think of him as, like, a joke player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Tim Thomas seems, like, as good as any if he's still available. Um. Hmm. Did you check that? He's not available. Oh, this is on right. Yahoo. I think. Um, yeah, that's tough. Well, yeah. Yahoo's probably the best fantasy hockey. It is client. Jeez, yeah. um, this is a really tough one. Scott Gomez. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. Because yeah. he, yeah, because people, he's kind of like reviled for being yeah. shitty. Although he had a decent year last year, actually. Uh, well, like decent. For Scott like, Gomez, he had like seven yeah. points or something. Pride think, of right? the Surrey Eagles. Uh, yeah, no kidding, hey. Great year. Oh wait, did he retire? Because he's not in. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, we can move on from. This did he question. retire? He's not in the Yahoo list. Oh, know. he's an unrestricted free agent uh, okay. who will attend on a tryout basis the training camp of the St. Louis Blues. And it? last season he had. Oh yeah, he had, 30, no, he had thirty-four. Points. Yeah, no, he had seven goals. He had a decent year. Thirty-four points in yeah. fifty-eight games. Well, yeah. that's not even a really good joke pick. Then, yeah. man, I'm I'm out of it. Here. <laughs> this is. Uh, this is shit. Justin, do you have any uh, good questions? I have a few. Uh, give me one second. We had something. I have to search for it here. From friend of the show, Zach Goodman. Ooh. He says, your Tracy Chapman is on point. You don't have to answer now, but if I start a Creed cover band, will you front it? And Zach, to that I say, with arms wide open, under the sunlight, welcome to this Please, I'll show you everything with arms wide open. 
that's all I have to say. John about and that. I are just like looking. I at couldn't each even other. look at Justin <laughs> yeah. during that. So Stefan and I had to make really weird eye contact because I couldn't even look at Justin while he was singing that. <laughs> that was good. I mean, that was yeah, that was good. But we can move on. Yeah. From that now. That Home does, and yeah. Out. Okay, oh, no, oh my god. I'm six feet no. from no. the edge of no. Africa. No. Oh, uh, Especially Blale. because now I can't think of Scott Stapp without <laughs> that like weird like sex story or whatever. Did you guys ever read that? Where like this girl met him after a show and then he like basically stalked her. Like she gave him his, her number. And then he was like, like, well, you met her in like a Denny's or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to say like, I was going to say, and then he turned out to be super weird, but like, we've kind of probably already knew that he was like, like that's just the wrong like phrase to use. But like, yeah, he ended up kind of like stalking her and was like, said he wanted to marry her and weird shit like this. And he like showed up at her house or something like it was really strange. I can't, I honestly, it was a while ago. I'll tell you who would never do something like that. Uh, the lead singer of Jars of Clay. Oh, what a great band. Are you doing your impression of the lead <laughs> no, singer of Jars I'm not of Clay? Jars of That's Clay. basically <laughs> the Scott Stapp impression. Is it? No, Jars of Clay is like the guy has like a way uh, like lighter voice. Jars of Clay was like that Christian band. Yeah, I'm just picking the Christian lead. too, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe flood. I'm thinking this of like Puddle Mud or like, yeah. But Jars of Clay is like that. Uh, the fl- Flood is still a great song. It was, it was the highest charting Christian song ever until Evanescence came along. Oh, really? Um, Evanescence is Christian? I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, Evanescence had this weird thing where like they part of their popularity wake me up, wake me up inside <laughs> can't get up can't get up tonight <laughs> i don't know what the words are save me call my name and save me it's okay to turn the podcast get back up, on again i've been living oh. alive was that good man what have you done this is gonna be what every week now people are just Zach gonna ask Rod. us to sing songs um the uh yeah, because what it, what it was was they part of the reason that they got so popular was because they charted so high on the gospel charts that like people who just listened to gospel were like, oh, we got to check that, and like bought it, yeah. and then and then they were like, they had to go this through this whole thing where they like pretended not to. They're like, oh, we don't know why we listed on the gospel charts because we're like goth and shit, man. We're like God, what is that, man? Ugh. So yeah, it was cool times. Bring uh, me to life. Uh, Damian Blaylock writes, talk some NFL, BB. And we kind of did talk about the yeah, Patriots so. earlier. What we didn't talk about, though, is that um, Bill Simmons is kind of just having a meltdown on Twitter today with this news. Well, because there was another. Because yeah, the news about the Patriots the was Spygate this like, yeah. Spygate was like a lot more thing. than anyone even ever knew to the point where they were like stealing information from teams' locker rooms and teams would leave out fake plays because they knew the Patriots were going to steal the there. Yeah, they would leave out uh, like sheets of paper. Yeah, with, sheets like, of paper with like plays on, plays on them. That, yeah, that ended up being fake. Because, which sounds like uh, something that would have happened in the movie Big Fat Liar, featuring Frankie yeah, or Nunez like and Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so bizarre. Um, but yeah, Bill Simmons went nuts on Twitter and was just talking, making fun of all the teams that lost to the, the Patriots, and then ends his huge like multi-tweet rant with, "P.S. I only have three more weeks of being an unemployed, unabashed Boston homer before I have to be fair and." balanced again i'm gonna use them implying that he was ever fair and balanced before and Um, also like don't the best broadcasters like they never admit their fans of any team pretty much like they disparage people for doing i mean even if it is obvious that they're cheering for a particular team they don't act like that well you know what i mean like the whole thing is that they're supposed to be impartial like if someone's like who's your favorite team they're like i don't have i don't have yeah my favorite team is my broadcasting yeah we clearly know what his favorite teams yeah oh yeah Um, but that's what yeah it's very odd that he would even be like 
that he would even say that. Yeah, especially yeah, you look at all his tweets about anything Boston sports related too. Like it's just yeah. any any uh, Boston Bruins tweet from Bill Simmons is is the worst tweet ever. <laughs> especially because he's like more of a Kings fan now. Well, he's a Kings fan like, and a Bruins fan, and he's raising like, his kids to be like, fans of both. Yeah, it's and it's just just it's a the disaster. Worst. Yeah. Who raises their kid to be a fan of two teams I in the know. same sport? Am I <laughs> yeah. right? Ugh. Uh, Connor Nealon writes in to say, ask Stefan about getting his Bigfoot dick tweet retweeted by the official verified account of the country of Sweden. Yeah, this is wonderful. So Sweden uh, does this thing where they have their country's official Twitter account. It's verified and everything. And then each week they have a different Swedish citizen take over the account and they can tweet whatever the hell they want. Uh, That's kind of really awesome. Yeah. Way to go, Sweden. Yeah, I don't That's think like it would, really there's a lot cool. of, it wouldn't, probably wouldn't work here. It definitely wouldn't work in the States. No, uh, my God, no. But, uh. The waiting list would just be too well, long. Well, apparently yeah. it doesn't work in Sweden either if they're retweeting Bigfoot dick tweets. Yeah, no, I, I think it definitely works if that's the case. <laughs> uh, but, uh, what's his name? He follows, I follow him on Twitter as well. Uh, Ironiskitavit. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. His name's Hank, I think. Uh, he's Swedish. Sure. We'll and, yeah. Anyway, uh, so he yeah. was he was running the Sweden account, and he retweeted a bunch of really funny tweets, including mine, which is uh, Bigfoot saw me naked and laughed at my dick. He's real, all right, a real asshole. And so the country, the whole country of Sweden, like loves that tweet. I guess. Did you get any like reaction? Any at replies to that tweet after he retweeted? I think I got it? something in Swedish, and I didn't. You, didn't translate it, but you should do I, that right now. I'm assuming it was like, I don't know if it's still there. It was there earlier. Um, I have a lot of... Yeah, you'd have to anyway, go all the way back. I, I just assume it was like, you're wonderful. Please come to Sweden. <laughs> That's probably what it <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah, but that was... No, that was pretty cool. Uh, I like that. Uh, show supporter Kalen B at Kalen B wrote in with, uh, rank the adult fandom from worst to worst. People that take roller derby, disc golf, dodgeball, or kickball too seriously. See... That we have to clarify because are we because I don't think there's fans of any of these things aside from maybe <laughs> the, roller the derby. The people who play them. Yeah, it's yeah, got to yeah. be people who play them. Yeah, well, yeah. Says like fandom, roller derby, but... I feel like gets an audience. Well, yeah, and roller derby, derby also no is one's like ath- it's athletic too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, it's fun to watch. I've been meaning to go out yeah. and see. And I like playing dodgeball. City. I like playing it's kickball. Like, I don't know, what do I even call it? A game? A match? What is it's a match? No, it's um no no it's called a jam. Okay, jam or a. Uh, slam? slam jam. I'm okay. pretty sure it's called a jam. Okay. Let me check it out. But yeah, no, roller derby is is you know. I feel like that's right. It's violent. It's yeah. athletic. People going around in circles hitting each other. Like that's awesome. Seems pretty The cool. other ones are, are fun to play. Like disc golf is fun. I've never played it, but I hear good things. I'm not great. Like I've done it once. The people who play it seem to be very passionate. They're very about into it, it uh, which seems to be the basis of this Dodgeball's fun. I recently played some kickball, and kickball is a lot of oh, fun. Oh, kickball's dope. Kickball's great. Uh for the ra- it is called a jam. There you a go. Jam. There you go. Um, one sport I'd like to add on here, and I say sport, it's not a sport at all, is uh, people who play Quidditch. Oh, I yeah. hate those people so much. Ugh. Oh, you're the worst. If yeah. you play Quidditch and you listen to the show, stop listening to the show. Yeah. Well, donate some money first and then stop listening. Well, what do you even, what, like, what, how, what is it's it? It's fun. I've played it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But it's not, really? it's yeah. not Quidditch, though. Well, yeah, kind of. No. No. Well, you're running around with a broom. Okay, well, here's the thing. If played properly, there is one cool aspect of it. So, because like it started at universities. So, in a proper game of it, you just play it like regular Quidditch, where, well, <laughs> whatever. Nerd alert. Where you, uh, you put a broom in between your legs. And so you have to run with a broom between your legs at all times. And then you, you pass the quaffle back and forth and try and put it through oh the my hoops. God, John. Just like the real game. Okay. And then you also what about have. The snitch? No, but then you have. Yeah, so this is what I'm getting to. So then you have the dodgeball. 
the dodgeball is like the uh, you know the bludger, which is where you basically like get that that normally would knock you off your broom, but it's just basically people run around with baseball bats and they hit the dodgeball at you, and then if you get hit, then you're like out of the game for a couple minutes. Okay. okay. And then uh, the snitch in the proper version of the game, people do different versions of the snitch, but in the proper version of the game, it would be a person dressed all in yellow with like a flag football flag or like a sock filled with tennis balls hanging out of their back pocket, and then they get ten minutes to run anywhere on the campus and then the seekers have to run around the campus and find it and then if they find it then it's like they call it in and then it's like okay the game's over we stop now and then you liking uh, Quidditch is a bigger bombshell than me being a doctor (laughs) yeah (laughs) ladies and gentlemen I hope you've enjoyed John's final episode (laughs) Quidditch corner corner spelled with a Q Quidditch Quidditch corner corner Corner. Uh, dudes uh it's fun. I don't know what you like. Do you guys not like Harry Potter though, in general? I, I well, I just the fandom. I think okay. like the people who have like the Harry Potter like cover bands and stuff. I have a Harry. I have a shirt that has the three like rings on it, and it says "I'm a keeper." Oh boy, you guys like that? <laughs> okay, you I don't know. Minute to process yeah. this. I really like Harry Potter. Remember when I, I like said, Harry Potter too? But remember when I said that a giant baby was sexy? Th- that was less embarrassing. Wow, well, no, you, you still <laughs> wow. said you wanted to have sex with the baby. So I don't know why you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I figured you would just try it. and like let that Put go. That, in the past. that just like go under the bed. Like not well. Like he not secretly under. wants to talk. About yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> so guys, remember when I talked about that baby mascot? <laughs> When you play Mario Kart, do you always play with Baby Luigi? Uh, no, <laughs> that's who's Luigi, su- Baby Luigi yeah, Mario. Yeah, who's yeah. the yeah, <laughs> yeah, who's the sexiest Mario Kart character, Justin? <laughs> it's Baby Peach. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that was a, that was a good question. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though we barely answered it at all. Um, <laughs> Get what you paid for, Kalen. What? Uh, what sorry. What for. was it again? Disc golf. Disc roller. golf, roller derby, dodgeball, or kickball. I feel like ultimate frisbee should be on this. Ultimate list. frisbee is the worst by yeah. far yeah. of any of any of it. I, you mean in terms of like the the people who yeah like the people get, who get really it. into it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the worst. I like playing ultimate, but yeah, I, same. The people who are super into it, it's are the like, worst. Ah, it's a bit. It's much. the actual yeah. worst. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, all, so I'm going off list. Ultimate I'll frisbee agree, is the worst. Ultimate frisbee yeah. is the worst. Yeah. And if you play disc golf and you have more than one disc. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, no, no, this frisbee's my putter. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> we got a question uh, about a week ago. I can't find it all the way back, but it basically said that somebody had just finished listening to every episode of our show and wanted to know other podcasts like it. There so, aren't any. Yeah, yeah, I don't really know. No. Like, to and oh. Out, the CFL podcast. <laughs> I mean the Sklar brothers. Does it do say on iTunes comedy. like what's similar Sklar to ours? Sklar country. I don't know. I, yeah, I, Sklar Bro is probably the closest. But they in terms of sports, in terms of sports, but they're also not like as inherently assholeish as we are. Yeah, yeah I don't like know. they're so just like kind of like two nice fun. twins who are like, oh, sports are fun. I would just like recommend like my favorite comedy podcasts. I guess. Well, uh, their Pistol Shrimps Radio is great. And yeah, I guess sports it's kind of and like comedy. That. It's play-by-play yeah. play of uh, L.A. women's rec basketball from Matt Gorley and Mark McConville, which is absolutely hilarious. Uh, I strongly recommend that. But like, in terms of podcasts that are just like three dudes gabbing and having fun, uh, you know what's similar to us is uh, it's called. I just found it recently. It's called Mind Rescue, and it's an anti-Hitler bar rescue podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of biting our bit, I guess, but I'll I'll let it slide. <laughs> Mine <Mind> rescue. <laughs>
second, I thought you said mind rescue. And then I'm like, oh, mind rescue. No, that's a combination uh, Chris Angel, John Taffer. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got it. And then their the, powers uh, People combined. are going to be uh, donating to their Patreon to start the uh, the other podcast, Barcomp. Yeah. I don't know. I was just going to recommend the Flophouse, which is a, mo- uh, a bad movie podcast, uh, which there are plenty of. So wait, it's a it's a bad podcast about movies? No, or it's, it's a, a, yeah, movie it's a bad podcast. A good podcast about it's a bad, bad podcast movies. about good movies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good podcast about bad movies. My favorite podcast. And uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out if you don't listen to it already. That's Hollywood good. Handbook, also very funny. Yeah, whatever. But these have nothing to do with us. Don't listen to other podcasts. podcasts. What do you, ours, you need yeah. more you only, than us? I only need one per week, <laughs> I think. My favorite podcast is Stop Podcasting Yourself, Vancouver Comedy Pod. So we, we should plug that because yeah. it's our yeah. own city. Dave uh, Shumka, Graham Clark, awesome guys. And also, Dave Shumka is starting a column for CBC Punchline where he's reviewing hockey fights oh, every really? week. So uh, I hopefully we can get him on the show as a guest. And Absolutely. Talk about Bring the, him uh, in to check that out because yeah. uh, we will have a guest next week. Oh, baby. And we're actually, actually going to have a guest. Yeah, because shocking. people stepped up and helped us uh, buy some equipment. Here's the thing. The We've had a lot of people beg to be guests on the show, yeah. including this person that's gonna, coming on the show next week. And this was the only person who we felt He basically was... said, who do I have to kill to yeah. be on the show? Lucas Pisa. And, uh, and Lucas we Pisa said Roger Goodell. Um <laughs> Because we got paid off by those Boston guys. Uh, yeah, so this person uh, was the only person so far who's had enough stature where we're like, all right, we will accept your begging and we will allow you on the show for 17 minutes and no more. <laughs> no, he'll it'll be, it'll be on for the whole show. <laughs> what? I didn't think he was going to be allowed on the Well, the you won't show. be back next week. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll just be back for my regular our, our next Quidditch guest, corner. Our next guest does not play Quidditch, so uh, we don't know that. Not. We don't uh, know that. We don't. We should know probably that. check first. <laughs> just screen. Honestly, it his body type fits the description of a Quidditch player. <laughs> uh, that'll do it for the Twitter mailbag, though. I think, unless you have anything, no, no, let's close that up. Yeah. All right, close it up and move into everyone's favorite new segment. Uh, splash around in Stefan's pool party. Stefan's pool party. Stefan's pool party. Splash, 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 splash. We should make an actual theme song for that. Pool noodle. Yeah. Of course. Um, no, I had my draft in uh, Luongo's Twitter uh, Fantasy League. First overall pick. I did not pick Tim Tebow first overall because I wanted to, you know, actually be, be okay and not, and not get kicked out. Who did league. you take? I, uh, I took Jamal Charles first overall. Okay. Fairly Safe. happy with that. Safe yeah. pick. Safe bet. Uh, I've got Russell Wilson. I've got Seattle's defense. I've got Mike Evans. I think it's it's an okay team. Although, uh, Yahoo Fantasy grades your fantasy draft, and uh, I got a C. I was dead last. <laughs> And it was because I picked Tim Tebow with my final pick. And this is what uh, Yahoo said to me. They auto-made this, you know. Uh, it's not like somebody sat down. No, yeah, this is like an auto-report. Yeah. Uh, but uh, here, in terms of projected points, the choice of Tim Tebow was the weakest pick of the final round. You had one last chance, and you blew it. Boring as heck. <laughs> so this Yahoo robot is just, like, well, shit-talking it me. It seemed like Tebow might be a, a fine pick in the end after all because he uh, was lighting it up in preseason, it seemed like, for the Eagles. And then was well, and then light, lighting it up. And then, and was, then was released t- and was told by his head coach to go get reps in the CFL. So that's 
That's you know a, you're bad that's when. A, that's a direct quote. That's a direct quote. That's yeah. amazing. I would yeah. love. I would love it if by the Alouettes, yeah. right? And, yeah. and everyone has said for the longest time that they think he'd be a great quarterback in the CFL because he's very mobile. And um, I would love it if and he came also to the CFL. like yeah. anyone can play in the CFL. <laughs> so if you but have, he could like, go the Doug Flutie route, yeah, and then know. go back to the yeah. NFL. The, but yeah, uh, that's basically what Chip Kelly to- apparently told him to go to the CFL. The Yahoo draft report also said uh, a stretch of the imagination. Grabbing Tim Tebow at pick 196 was, let's just say, conceptually adventurous. <laughs> Tim Tebow well, is was owned part on of a concept. Just a handful of rosters across all Yahoo leagues, and I dropped him for uh, for Ty Lockett uh, on okay. the uh, on the Seattle Seahawks. So what you didn't ro- you didn't keep Tebow? Tebow no, I didn't keep him. That's too bad. I, I dropped him as when he was someone else. I'm all, I'm kind up. of scared that he was drafted in other leagues. What is the? Uh, I know like, it's, it, it says in a handful, a of handful, other which leagues. means he's. Uh, some people oh, were drafting him. Actually, I know the two and out guys run their own. CFL fantasy league, so maybe it was those leagues that he was. How does that work? Because you can't have more than nine players; otherwise, the team doesn't have a starting quarterback. Yeah, I I have no (laughs) idea. (laughs) I I don't know. Um, I don't know how it works. We should we should have done a CFL fantasy league. Yeah, maybe maybe next year we'll do one. Yeah, it's really it's really cool too. They call it fantasy. You know, because it's Canadian and oh, like like an A. Yeah, it's pretty funny. No, I like that. That's funny. Um. The um, thing is, I feel bad because one of the hosts of that show is actually a big supporter of curling. So I'm kind of like, okay, I know we their 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 podcast. I'm sure is very good. Yeah. They're very nice people. We have I haven't listened to it. My we problem were, we were is not joking. I know them. that they listen to ours, yeah. which is why we surged ahead of them. Yeah. In the <laughs> My problem is not with them. It is with the league in general. So don't worry, boys. You're doing fine. Whatever makes you feel good about your life, you go <laughs> just right ahead like and do it. whatever. But yeah, I don't know what a CFL like. fantasy pool. I have no idea what it looks like. Well, do Rouges count like what how do you work it out oh, kickers must kicker? be the kickers must be drafted yeah, in the first round louis pisaglia first overall yeah, yeah. exactly um but yeah that's the uh that's the pool report and we, also we're still setting up the uh, we are setting up the reverse the lucas Pisa memorial reverse hockey pool yeah and we, we still like we said spots. we have about half the spots left and if it proves to be extremely popular maybe we have to open up a few more spots yeah. still but uh nice nice push of support for that it was good to see and then, yeah, that'll do it for Stefan's Pool Party. Stefan's Pool Party. Splash, 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 splash. Marco Which, Polo. You're going to be giving us updates on how you're doing. Oh, of course. Yeah. It starts, uh, starts this weekend. So. Of course. Yeah. Opening weekend in the NFL. So look forward to that over the course of the football season. But right now, look forward to everybody's favorite segment, the final segment on the program, One Good Thing, One good thing. where we pick what we like in the world at large, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I can go first. Uh, This is uh, Grumpy Cat threw out the first pitch at an Arizona Diamondback uh, Diamondback game. And uh, there's a picture of Grumpy Cat. She's wearing a Diamondbacks jersey. It's really (laughs) funny because it's like it's a cat wearing a jersey. And the cat's got the, the grumpy... Like, have you seen Grumpy Cat? Yeah, I've seen. It looks, Grumpy it's like cat. an angry cat. It it's looks like it's like this mentally. Is the cat a or baby? it's not mentally. It's like it's like a physically challenged cat. Yeah. And I, I wonder if that like people started going out to like animal shelters, like give me like your most like disabled cat. <laughs> yeah. I want to make some money. Oh, <laughs> well, that happened. I just yeah. started a YouTube channel. Give me your most fucked yeah. up cat. But well, there are actually ugly cat competitions. As oh yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So. But the thing is. Um, Grumpy Cat, first of all, it, it didn't actually throw out the first pitch. It was just next to someone throwing out the which first is pitch, kind which of, is which, bullshit. That's kind of bullshit, really. Yeah, it yeah. is bullshit. Um, but uh, the thing with Grumpy Cat the is people that... people paid to see Grumpy Cat throw the ball. Yeah, exactly, right? That's what but, I paid uh, for. But their owners originally <laughs> called it, uh, apparently, t- 
tartar sauce, and that's tartar sauce with a D in place of the second T. Okay. Uh, because they used to call it Tard the Cat, and they're not fooling anybody. Yeah. We all know what they called it. <laughs> yeah. And then it got famous, and they were like, oh, shit. Okay, we can't we, be like our cat was named Retard. Off this. Like, yeah, we're going to have to pretend it was tartar sauce. And, and people seemed to buy it. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Though, Obviously, they were making fun of this cat, and then yeah, yeah, and those owners probably perfect uh, candidates for the I, Conservative Party in uh, the Toronto Danforth riding. So yeah. look forward <laughs> to voting for those cat owners in Toronto, Conservative candidates, which would fit perfectly with uh, the weekend yeah. that they had. So my one good thing is a stupid cat <laughs> throwing a baseball. <laughs> I was positive that you were going to pick Force Friday, so. That was, yeah, that was ridiculous. If you've read that io9 article about the guy who didn't get his toys at Toys R Us and threw a shit fit in the store and was like, didn't realize like why people were making fun of him. And he tweeted out like, well, to those of you who are making fun of me for this, you read the article. It's like, yeah, to make fun of you for it. <laughs> yeah. And we, it's not like, it, it's not like it's his article, you know, like people, like people could say like, oh yeah, well you say you hate me, but I'm rich. Like you, yeah. wa- you gave me money. It's like, yeah, we read an article on another website yeah. about you. But it's I know, he, no, he wrote it. Oh, he wrote it. He wrote it, it. No, he yeah. wrote it yeah. for okay. io9. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. And, and they get all of the money and oh. Oh, they're probably happy with him for I'm being sure. such a I know, I know, I know nothing a ton of what you're talking about. No, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's ridiculous. That's cool. The fuck up. But yeah, I guess it's my other good thing. I, I pulled a Justin. Actually, Justin made me pick a second thing. So. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, sweet. My one good thing this week is uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, baby. Yeah. Yeah, little CanCon. Her new album came out. Did I already plug this? Actually? No. Okay. No. no. Uh, her new album came we out called Emotion, air, I think. Uh, which is awesome. And I'm specifically singling out the lead track on that album, Run Away With Me, which is like one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard in my entire life. And uh, I've had so many jams to it in the last little while it's just absolutely amazing and that the whole album is is great great it's like an 80s throwback um and it's yeah it's phenomenal but that song in particular carly ray jepson run away with me damn great song from the album emotion and i kind of thought that that she was going to like explode big yeah. this summer so that, that album was going to be a oh i really like you i thought was smash hit. so good too but uh i guess it just came out like too late yeah does it even come it out, out yet it, it came, came out, out in like august a week ago? she released it in japan in like june like two months before because i guess she's huge in japan <laughs> but yeah anyway super weird <laughs> all right uh from carly ray jepson's album to uh, an action movie that came out last summer I've seen a lot of movies lately and i watched this one again after going to see mission impossible 5 which is also very good but not my one good thing my one good thing this week a sci-fi action film starring tom cruise which did not get as much play as it should have when it came out in fact it did so poorly that they tried to give it a new title when it came out on dvd and blu-ray several months later uh, in theaters it was called edge of tomorrow and uh on blu-ray it's called live die repeat uh, really it's, it's well the original name because i think it was based off a japanese novel it's a manga it, uh, it was a man yeah and it was all you need is kill yeah which is like a pretty badass name which is what they should have called it in the yeah. first place yeah but anyway i don't want to uh, but uh, yeah it's like uh it's basically groundhog day crossed with like aliens it's awesome and it stars tom cruise and if you don't like tom cruise cruise perfect 
because it's like designed for people who don't like him to come in. He plays like a sniveling, war profiteering, cowardly weasel who has to become a badass action hero over the course of being killed over and over and over again. You get to see Tom Cruise die like 300 times in this movie. And they play it for laughs, too. Yeah, like, it's really yeah. funny. It's super well done. It's directed by Doug Lyman, who did the, the Bourne Identity and a bunch of other slick action movies. Very enjoyable. And uh, Tom Cruise is, as far as I'm concerned, on a hot streak at the moment. His past like five movies in a row have all been really, really good, but uh, particularly solid and my my recommendation as my one good thing this week. Edge of Tomorrow, starring Tom Cruise, and even better than him, Emily Blunt, yeah. who is amazing. Oh, he's she's the movie. best. Yeah. <laughs> and that will do it for one good thing before we wrap up the show. Anything to plug this week, gentlemen? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, for me, yes. I've got a couple shows coming up. If you listen to this podcast in Victoria, British Columbia, I will be performing at Heckler's Comedy Club this weekend. Um, so that's Friday, September 11th and Saturday, September 12th. Um, I will be there uh, with my good friend Damon Schritter, also super funny comedian. So those shows will be great. So if you're listening to this over on the island, please come out, check out the shows, say hi. Um, that's Heckler's Comedy Club. And then um, I get to promote another show for a month. Yay! Um, I, uh, I was promoting my first headlining weekend at Yuck Yucks and in, um, Vancouver. in Vancouver for the longest time. And I will be back there again, headlining the show again. Um, on Thanksgiving weekend. So the shows will be Thursday, October 8th, Friday, October 9th, Saturday, October 10th. So if you live in Vancouver, you want to come check out one of the shows, um, I will be headlining then. Should be a great show as well. Uh, yeah. And if you want to come out and watch a football game uh, going on next weekend on Saturday, September 19th, it's the annual classic throwdown between... Hansworth Secondary and Carson Graham in North Vancouver. It's taking place at Carson Graham. It's the Buchanan Bowl, and I will be the announcing voice of that sporting so event. So you want people to go to the live event so they cannot hear you. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not doing play-by-play. I'm going to do the PA announcement. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, okay, I will be gotcha. the, the voice over the big speaker at that game. So come on out if you're in the North Vancouver area. It's always a fun game every year. And uh, high school students in grade 12 tend to do stupid things during it. So you might yeah. even see somebody streaking the game. You never know. Yeah. And that's and I what look forward we to know about Justin. Teenagers streaking <laughs> is <laughs> right up his alley. Babies. Huh. <laughs> I'm sure they're very pleased with that plug right there. But yes, <laughs> I will be the voice of the Buchanan Bowl this year on Saturday, September 19th. And uh, do you want to plug the show as well? Uh, this show that you're listening to right now, if you want to support it, the easiest way to do it beyond uh, going to patreon.com slash realgoodshow is just telling people about it, that you like the show, uh, whether that's on Twitter or social media or just face-to-face in a real honest human-to-human conversation, uh, telling your friends that you enjoy this podcast and, and that they, they might like it too. So yeah. tell review people it. about it, rate it and review it on yep. iTunes, and uh, yeah, give us some money on Patreon if you're so inclined. Money is good. We like money. Money, money, money. We like money. money. <laughs> we want money. Until money. next time, that will do it for this week's episode our intern is aaron mckay our roommate is brooke halverson i'm justin morissette stefan hack john cullen be real be good be real good show fantasy football i don't know fuck that was stupid. i just chose show yeah, this you went week. show you got and to threw pick me sh- off i don't well, know you got to pick fantasy show. football you got to pick show a couple weeks ago well i was gonna do show and then you said show and i was like uh Look I just at my thought computer, we were going like, show at the same time, like when it gets all romantic. Like. I know. But we did that once already. Right? I know. Well, twice, cool. actually. Yeah, it was cool. So I said fantasy football. Right. Yeah. Tebow yeah. rhymes with show. Oh, man. That would have been, oh, been a real good show. Tebow.
Be good. Fantasy be real football. good. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Tebow. Tebow. Oh, damn, damn that would have been Okay, well, next time. That up. Some yeah. other time. I'm going to forget we'll that. We'll try. Yeah, I'll forget next week for sure. What are we talking oh, about? Oh, we didn't even have a Spiza would do of the week. Yikes. Uh, cut my balls off. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no better way to end the podcast than that. Good night.